Welcome to the Next Level American Dream podcast, brought to you by Thompson Multifamily Group. Your hosts, Abigail and Sean, will discuss how you can take your American dream to the next level through real estate investing, business practices, and personal development. Join us as we share our experiences as a father-daughter duo who are trying to accomplish their goal of financial freedom. We hope you learn more about how to define and achieve your American dream. Here's another episode of Next Level American Dream. On today's episode of Next Level American Dream, our guest is Josh Culler of Color Media. Josh is a social media content creation expert. Josh has also been involved in 1,200 real estate deals. He now runs Color Media, which produces over 1,000 pieces of content each week for real estate influencers and active real estate investors. One of the most helpful services Josh offers is REI.video, where you can submit your unedited video and Josh's team will edit it and get it all set for distribution on your social media platforms. Hi, Josh. Uh, welcome to Next Level American Dream Podcast. Thanks for being on. Hey, thanks for having me on, Sean. I've uh, been looking forward to this ever since you guys reached out to me to actually get me on the show. So I've, I've seen some of the episodes that you guys have been pushing out. Great stuff. And uh, looking forward to chatting with you here. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad you like the show too. Mm-hmm. So Josh, I want to ask you a little bit. I know you work with a ton of uh, my, you know, people in my network. So they're, they're just t- high level investors very successful guys. I know you worked a ton with John Martinez in the past and, and I don't know if you're, what you're still yep. doing with him, but still there. you know, and he's got, he's got a, a social media presence that's amazing. And so tell people a little bit about what your business is that you have going now so that they understand what your specialty is. Yeah, absolutely. We actually just got a couple of videos submitted from John and his team this morning. So I'll get to that in a second, but yeah, basically we do content marketing for real estate investors. So I tell people results driven content marketing, right? So a lot of times people think content marketing is this, like you're just posting social media, but at the end of the day, it does have the word marketing at the end of it. And so that's what we really focus on. So with the clients, we have really two models. We've got one that we do with you know active investors so that's rei.video which is the the platform where you can film your own video content whether it's with your cell phone camera or whatever and then you could submit it to the platform we get it edited and produced do the heavy lifting for you get a return in 48 hours with unlimited revisions so that's great for people that you know want to film some maybe testimonial videos property walkthroughs whatever you know john martinez submitted a, a few videos this morning just giving a rundown of some like you know objections that clients have and you know that kind of thing just educating people back on how to deal with the objection and, and, and stuff like that. So whatever videos you want to shoot, you send it that way. And uh, that's what we're able to do. And then the other clientele we service is more of the influencers. So guys like Mike Cambright, where we're actually, you know, putting content for them out on their platforms every single day. So we did the math and a couple of weeks ago, and right now we're distributing over a thousand pieces of content every single day across all platforms to get that content out there for the clients that we service. And so most of those clients are going to be active active real estate investors, but in the influencer stage. So maybe they got podcasts or they have videos that they like to, to create or whatever. They have some sort of a mentorship or coaching mastermind program or whatever. So that's really what we're doing. I've got eight people on my team and loving life with it. It's a lot of fun and uh, just looking to grow that. Yeah, that's good. I want to circle back to your uh, video editing service because I know a lot of people that, I, that especially friends of mine can use that. So maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later if that's okay. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to talk about some of the platforms, you know, there's, there's Facebook and Instagram and there's just, there's tons of platforms that people can go to, to, to get the message out that they're trying to, for, you know, get out to their audience and stuff. 
So talk about some of the platforms. What If someone were to get started today, you know, what would be the top platform they would start with? And then kind of the hierarchy, if you don't mind, just maybe lay out the different platforms and the importance of them. Sure thing. So the, the first thing I want to build a foundation on is not every platform is equal and, and that's for every single person, right? So your audience, Sean, is not going to be the same as mine. So therefore, you know, your where you should start may not necessarily be the right place for me to start. So the, the biggest importance when it comes to actually figuring out what platforms to actually go after is to know your target demographic, right? Let's, this is marketing 101. Like if you're a business owner in any way, shape or form, you ought to know your actual avatar, like what age groups they're in, what are their occupations, what are their interests and, and, and all that stuff, you know, location, like digitally and geographically, like where are they actually located? And so like that, these are the things that you need to know when it comes to actually building your avatar and figuring out who your target demographic is. Then from there, it's important to go to the platform where they're the most active. Like I like, I, I emphasize that word active because if you're trying to go to a platform, like, and, and who knows if, you know, whenever this podcast goes out, like who knows if this is going to be around at this point, but you know, a lot of people are talking about TikTok and, and that's been on a lot of people's minds lately. And, right. and by September 15, we're going to know if they're going to sell the Microsoft or if they're going to be bye-bye in the U S right. So a lot of people are going to TikTok, and I think that's a bad move for some people because even though it may be a hot item right now, their target demographic, target demographic is not fully active on those platforms. And then they have poor presence on the platforms that, you know, the target demographic is on and active. So the biggest thing is understanding where they actually hang out. And it's not always like Sean, I know we're talking about social media, but it's not always social media. Sometimes it could be podcasts. Sometimes it could be YouTube. Sometimes it could just be your straight up website. And if you're an active real estate investor, depending on the market you're in, it may not be anything digital. It might be needing to put newspaper ads out or radio ads, TV ads, stuff like that. And so that's like how deep and granular you need to go. Because the last thing that you want to do is put effort towards a platform that is your audience is not existent on and they're not actually using it. They're not actually consuming content. So that's the thing I would challenge you with is figuring that out. Now, that being said, to give you a little bit more straightforward answer, again, like considering who your audience is, most people that are above the age of 25, so I'm 27, most people that are age of 25 or older are going to be on Facebook, right? Facebook is a pretty important platform to have a presence on. And we could go deep into like using your personal profile versus a business page or whatever. But bottom line is building a presence on Facebook is vital. It's very important. It's my biggest lead source by far. Like it's not even a competition. I'm working hard on building my Instagram presence right now because one of my podcasts, the content marketing playbook, my audience is heavily using Instagram. And so before we jump on the show, you were talking about reels and Instagram reels is a new feature that came out to Instagram. It's not a brand new platform. It's a platform inside of Instagram and my target demographic is using Instagram. So therefore I need to utilize the new features that they have coming out and figure out how to actually use it to reach my art, my target audience a lot better. So I know that's not a straightforward answer, Sean, but that's, that's the answer that people need to hear. It may not be, be the answer that people want to hear, but they need to hear it because you know, even if you're putting out podcasts, if your target demographic doesn't listen to podcasts, then don't put out a podcast, even though podcasts are huge right now, they're massive. Those are the things that you need to be thinking about. And like I said, knowing your avatar should be like one of the first things that you know, when it comes to starting your marketing up. And that's where you channel 
the platforms, you know, you, you push the platforms that your target de demographic actually use interactive on. So, so when you're engineering your social media sort of presence or your marketing presence, your recommendation is first to understand, like you said, your avatar or the person you're trying to talk to the most. And then, and then sort of reverse engineer from there, what platforms you would go to, to sort of get that, convey that message across. Yes. But is there, you know, Facebook's the biggest, right? So almost everybody has a presence on Facebook. Like you said, except for maybe people under the age of 25. So if you're, if you're trying to, let's say you do have your avatars figured out uh, and you're trying to decide, okay, do we have a, do we go all in on Facebook? Do we go all in on Instagram? You know, that sort of thing, or you know, LinkedIn, which one it is that we're doing. How do people kind of determine that once, once you get your avatar fixed? Yeah. And I know I'm kind of like not giving direct answers to you, but there's like, there's things outside of this that people need to know. Right. So the first thing is like, and I know there's layers too. So I, yeah. I don't yeah. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to break it down a little bit. Right. Yeah. So a lesson mentioning TikTok is if somebody only built a presence on TikTok and September 15, Microsoft doesn't buy, they're going away. That person that only like utilize all their energy to TikTok just lost that entire audience yeah. because they didn't focus on building on other platforms. Now, so I tell people don't build on just one platform. You need to utilize each platform with in mind, understanding like where you are, your, your target demographic is actually using because all demographics use more than one platform. People just like to use different, like even a, even a, a teenage girl that's 15 years old that uses TikTok, she's still going to watch YouTube videos and She's still going to use Snapchat and like other platforms, right? So you need to get that figured out and figure out what are the top, I would say the top three platforms to go after and utilize those, right? So as for going all in onto one platform, you know, like I would say push hard. So like I know my target demographic is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and podcasting. So LinkedIn, not so much. That would be the bottom of the list for me because that's not the exact demographic I'm going after. It's just, it's just the way it is. The, the active investors, even the influencers that I market to, they don't hang out on LinkedIn as much as like people say they do. I have done my own analytics, my own data, and looked as hard as I could, and, and it's just not happening, right? So I'm going all in on YouTube. I'm going in all, all in on podcasting, all in on Facebook, all in on Instagram. And that's what I'm doing. It's like I'm diverting all my energy to those four platforms and pushing them as hard as I can. And it works. So don't go after all platforms, but don't go after just one. I would say three platforms is your sweet spot. And that allows you to not get, you know, shiny object syndrome. And it, it allows you to stay consistent with the platform. Cause if you spread yourself too thin, then at that point, then you're like, you know, you're, you're going to, because every platform requires different types of content, you're going to spread yourself too thin and then you're not going to be keeping up with content, staying consistent, and then, you know, pushing it out when you're supposed to. So three is the sweet spot, I would say. So Facebook, you mentioned if your target demographics on Instagram, Instagram's a great platform to go hard after right now because it is a discovery platform and you do have to format content very specific to Instagram, but at the same time, like Instagram is, is a great platform for discoverability. It's not a pay-to-play platform if you're a brand or if you are a business in any way, shape, or form. Whereas Facebook right now, you know, I just attended a Facebook summit, an online summit last week, and Facebook is definitely a pay-to-play platform when it comes to businesses. Like if you're even somebody that's got a million likes or follows on their Facebook page, 
their reach, organic reach is just so way down, even from, you know, a couple months ago. So that's why I like Instagram so much. And then obviously LinkedIn would be another great platform, great organic reach there right now. But then from there, figure out what the next platform would be that your target audience actually uses. Yeah. So that's, it's complicated. <laughs> it is a little bit, and but it all boils down to knowing who your, your demographic is. If you know your demographic as well as you should, then it's not complicated, right? It's not, it's not like, you know, guessing where they're at and trying to figure out what's hot. It, you know where they're at. So go there. Yeah. So you would start with your, your, you, we're, we're going to build our avatar first. That's what we're starting with. Uh, and then, and then your recommendation is maybe pick the top three, uh, sites that those people are active, most active on. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn was the smaller one. And then YouTube, uh, YouTube's not really a social platform, but it is a, you know, it's a content distribution content platform. platform. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very important part of, I know it's, it's important to what we do. We also do web, you know, web distribution for our yep. stuff too. Yep. Um, so we're on like for our business, we're on Facebook mostly that's sort of our primary one. And we use our, our website and YouTube for content distribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have, you know, sort of an instant Instagram presence as well that we're just sort of developing. Yeah. Uh, and then last for us is LinkedIn. Of course, we do have some, I guess, you know, our avatar is somewhat in, in the, the LinkedIn space, but it's not very, very much. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so we yeah, can like my, my demographic, like even if you look at, you know, LinkedIn's a good example, but even if you look at something like TikTok, like just because everybody's been saying, go to TikTok, my target demographic they're they've created TikTok profiles but they're not actually using it, you know? So that's the, that's the thing. That's why I say active. You want to make sure you're on an active platform that they're using, not just that they created a, an account and then they're going to follow all the influencers. Like you definitely want to make sure that they're active on a specific platform because you don't want to waste your time and your effort. So. Right. Yeah. So uh, once, once you've kind of determined your avatar, you've, you've got your top three sites that you're going to, you're going to target. Talk about some of the content that you recommend creating for, let's say a Facebook versus Instagram versus, you know, YouTube or, or kind of how those differ and then how you can layer those together. So do you, like you said, you're not just creating content 24 hours a day, you know, can you shoot videos for Facebook and then, and then reformat those and use them on Instagram and you oh. know, kind of talk about some of that stuff. That, that oh you know, yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there, Sean. There's a lot of different layers to, to unpack, but like I'll, I'll do my best to keep it simple, keep it short and sweet. The, the first thing I would say is yes. Like if you say, for instance, Sean, you have this podcast, this will go out on YouTube, maybe the, the full interview, go out on Facebook, your page, maybe you can't really put it on Instagram, the full podcast episode, but you can take that and chop it up. And then what he's going to do is he's going to actually like take the audio from this podcast and put it into the podcast format. So you can take one pillar piece of content. This one recording can go out on multiple different platforms and multiple different formats. Because so what he can do on Instagram is actually take little segments. So he could take, you know, me speaking for the last 30 seconds all the way up until another 30 seconds, me talking about this strategy as it is, he can chop this up, turn it into a square format and post it as a, as a little like nugget video from Instagram. And then what he could do is take a couple of quotes that have come out of this. So a quote that comes out of my mouth and create a quote card, a graphic image that goes on on Instagram. So, um, understanding that like the efficiency in the content is like that that's the, that's the most important thing especially like not everybody is for me i'm a content like monster right like this is what i do for a living and i only record two videos a week 
like two videos a week is what I record on a consistent basis. But the reason why I'm only doing two videos a week is because I'm smart about utilizing each and every second of those two videos and redistributing those to different platforms um, formatted for those specifically. So yes, you maximize, like if you, if you have an hour long show, normally if you're like, if you're creative enough, you can actually like make it happen. You could probably chop up 30 to 50 other pieces of micro content out of that. And then you could transcribe the audio, get it cleaned up. Now you got an article and a blog, you know, like there's, there's endless possibilities when it comes to that. As for the different platforms and the different formatting that that's, that's, it, it can get complicated, but the bottom line is like Instagram's going to tell you it's a simple Google search. Like what, what's the best format for videos on Instagram? What's the best format for Facebook videos? At the end of the day, I would say the best thing that you can do for yourself in order to determine what works on what platform is spend time consuming the content yourself. So if you are trying to get started on Instagram and you need to figure out what like formats of what videos, how like the length of videos, the looks of them, the types of content, whatever, go to Instagram and you need to be spending at least an hour a day, you know, go follow some influencers, go follow some of your favorite athletes or some of your favorite um, influencers, go follow Tony Robbins or Gary Vaynerchuk or Dean Graziosi, like these guys that are putting out daily content and see what they're doing, consume the content. And that's, that's what I normally do when a new platform comes out. Like when TikTok came out, I was on TikTok for at least a month consuming the content, trying to figure out is my target demographic here? And then same thing. I do that normally once every six months to just see, because Instagram, when it first came out in, you know, active inf investors were not on Instagram when it first came out but they've migrated that way. And so, you, you know, reevaluating that is important, but boiling it all down, spending time on the platform is the best way. Like I could tell you, one of my favorite things that I hear Gary Vaynerchuk talk about is like, I could tell you how to do pushups and you could tell me how to do pushups, but until you actually do a pushup, you don't know how to do a pushup. So like you actually got to consume the content, figure out what works, what, what people are actually consuming, what people are biting on, like analyze, like, is this square video getting better traction than this IGTV video that's vertical? Like, analyze that data and figure out what actually works. And that's, Sean, that's the best way for people to learn because I could sit here and tell you all day long, but until you actually go out and do it yourself and consume the content, you're not going to be able to contextualize what actually works for each platform. Because if you're on Facebook and you came across a video that was landscape format, meaning you actually have to watch it with your phone sideways like this you would know that you're not going to do that on your Facebook when you're scrolling through. You want to be able to consume content with holding your phone upright in the vertical position. So formatting a video landscape for Facebook is not a good idea unless it's over maybe five, 10 minutes long because that's when you need to do it. But then you got to think about, should I be putting five to 10 minute videos on Facebook? So there's a lot of different thoughts about it, but the bottom line is figuring out, again, this is why knowing your target demographic is so important. You need to figure out like, does my target demographic enjoy consuming 60 minute plus content on Facebook? If the answer is no, then don't put it out there. You know, and it's, it's obviously like determining what platform works for what, because if you put a 60 minute video on YouTube, it's going to work. But if you can't put a 60 minute video on Instagram, first of all, they won't take it. Secondly, people aren't on Instagram to watch that long of content. So I know it's a lot of information. I could unpack that so much more, but Again, those are the foundational things that people need to be thinking about when it comes to um, formatting your content for specific platforms is, is, is thinking about like 
how do other people consume it? How do people that are in your demographic actually consume it? And then, you know, how would you consume it? Yeah, you know, and this, just listening to you talk about that stuff, it's, uh, it's, it sounds really complicated. You know, the way we've approached it for, for us, you know, I'm a simple guy, right? So I try to get, I try to get everything down to where I can understand it. Mm-hmm. So for me, when we started our podcast and started doing our social media and stuff, I, I just look for things that interest me, right? Yeah. And then I try to, I try to have a conversation. Like I want to have a, I called you and said, Hey, you know, can you be on the show? Cause I wanted to have a conversation with you about this, right? Because it interests me and it's something I like. And I thought, well, if it interests me, maybe someone out there was going to, is going to like it. Right. So that's kind of how I've determined if, if, if the content is going to be in our podcast, I just say, I, is this somebody or something that I want to talk to and learn more about and hear more about their life or their story or whatever it is. So that's kind of how I've decided that the, the, I guess not the, not the format of the content, but the, the content itself. Yeah. And then we, you know, we kind of determined our, our social media platforms in advance and, and, you know, and the podcast is pretty simple. It, you know, it has a mm-hmm. format in itself and you, you know, you put it on YouTube and you have an audio and things, and then we yeah. just promote everything through our social media. But, yep. uh, so I think one of the things that, that was important for me initially was, once we did decide kind of, okay, here's who we're going after. A lot of those people tended to look a lot like, a lot like I do and a lot like my daughter does anyway. And so we just found things that, that we, that we kind of enjoy. And then we've sort of built our content around what interests us. So that's yeah. what we've done so far. I don't know if it's going to be good. Or and not. that's good. And, that, and that's a good thought, right? So like you, you know, your target demographic well enough to know that they are very similar to you, like interest yeah. wise and where they hang out and that kind of thing. But again, like, that's not always the case, right? So, you know, just think about like a toy company. A toy company makes toys. The CEO of the company is probably not playing with those toys that he's making, right? So his target right. demographic is not the same as him. So that, like what, for, that works for you, right? And then for me, my target demographic, it, it kind of crosses over a couple times here and there. Um, like with my content marketing playbook, that podcast, like I'm my target demographic. But the REI Marketing Weekly, I'm not really my target demographic. The active investors that are fix and flipping homes and wholesaling, like I don't wholesale, I don't fix and flip homes. So I am not my target demographic in that regard. So that's something you need to think about. But that's a really good way. That's, that's an easy out because if you are your target demographic, then you already know what you need to do. And then if, you, if you're not your target demographic, which that's a lot of the times the case, then you need to figure out, like get, put yourself in them, their shoes at that point. Yeah. Find things that interest them. Not just, exactly. you. yeah. So I'm, I've been, I guess I've been lucky. I just do what I do, whatever. Yeah, I that's good. That's the easy way, man. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, so give us a, sort of like a little nugget that, that helps you take things to the next level. But I want to talk about your REI.video. Cause I know I have a lot of friends that they're doing podcasts. They're trying to create content and I know video editing is, is one of the big struggles. And you mentioned it earlier, your, your service that you have. Can you tell, me, I, I, I kind of know what it is, but if you don't mind, just explain to me. So if I do, uh, if I'm an independent business owner, solopreneur or whatever it is, and I'm out trying to create content and I, I'm shooting videos of me walking houses or out doing my thing, and then now what, right? So I have to create that content into something that can be consumed on the social media or YouTube. Mm-hmm. So tell me what REI video, that's kind of what that is, right? It's supposed to, it's supposed yeah. to take what, the raw stuff and then produce something um, good, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Basically you're shooting your own video content and I'm willing to jump on calls with people. Like if they don't know what type of video content, any issue, I've got plenty of education out there. I got plenty of podcasts, you know, I've got 
over like 300 podcast episodes that talk about content marketing and you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook and see all the, the stuff I teach about, you know, how, how to, how to actually do content marketing um, and do video content as a, as a whole. So basically whatever type of video you're going to shoot testimonial property walkthrough. I mean, we've had just about everything you can think of. And um, we've even had people that aren't in the real estate investing industry submit videos and, and, and that's great too. So you take the video, the raw footage, whether you shot it with your phone or camera or you shot it through Zoom like we're doing here, you submit the raw video footage. When you do that, it's going to give you the option for the length of the actual video and how long it's going to be. So for this, you know, if, if Sean submitted this video over to the platform, he would select 60 plus minutes and the price would adjust to that. And then, you know, vice versa, like zero to five minutes, five to 15 or whatever. And then from there, a little form is going to pop up. It's going to give you options to be able to select like what you actually want done to the video. So do you want uh, music attitude? Do you want captions? Do you want a video wrapper? And inside of that, it's going to explain like what those things are and what you'll get. And then it gives you the option to link um, your raw footage, whether that's in a Google Drive folder, Dropbox folder or whatever. And then you'll be able to link any sample videos. So if you see a sample, like somebody else has done a video that you really like what they've done, then you can always like link that there and say, Hey, I want the video done just like this. And then it'll give you a, a pretty lengthy description box for you to be able to type up what you want. So then from there, once you place the order, you get the first draft back to you uh, within 48 hours. Normally it's done correctly right off the bat but then you get unlimited, un, unlimited revisions. So then you, if you have a revision, say you didn't like the music, you like, Hey, I don't like the music selection. Give me another, give me another one, another track that may be better. You submit that revision, we send it back to you. And then we just keep going back and forth until you get the exact video you're looking for. So it's pretty simple. We're just doing the heavy lifting, which is the editing and the production process for you. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's that plug because everybody knows how to whip out their phone and hit record on their camera, right? Like that's the easy part. The, the editing is the more difficult and people even know how to write a decent post description and then they know how to actually post the video to Facebook or post the video to their website. But very few people know how to edit and actually do that correctly and uh, done efficiently. So that's what we're servicing. Yeah. So once I submit everything, I get it back. And can you guys, you guys would do it to where it works on Facebook, YouTube, all the, I can get all the different yeah. output formats. Yeah. So I think on the form, there's actually an option for you to be able to select which format you want. And I think you can choose all three if you want. I think that's what the way we have it. So if you want that video formatted for Facebook, if you wanted it, you know, so a vertical video, if you wanted it for Instagram and it's a square video, if you want it for YouTube and it's a landscape video, you're able to select all those and then we send it back to you in, in, in that format. So, yeah, that's awesome. So someone like me could start a podcast, get all the assets sort of lined up. And then, you know, every time you get a podcast, you could just submit it. You yep. guys would, you guys would produce the different formats for me. So I could post it on YouTube, my website, Facebook, all those things. Yep. Absolutely, I, That's awesome. I think that's a great service. I, I know a bunch of people, uh, you know, I have my own video editor. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm fortunate in that regard that I have that, you know, if I didn't yeah. have that, because we, we started off trying to do it ourselves and it was just a real big struggle. Yeah. And, and that, that solution that you have would have been a game changer for me to get things started for sure. Absolutely. And I know a lot of my friends that are, they're, they're producing good content they're doing good shows, but they're struggling to kind of get that, that part of it produced. Yeah. And then, and then they can focus on, like you said, start with their avatar and then they can focus on distributing uh, those things on the, on the social media platforms that yeah. they've chosen. That, that's really, absolutely. 
Well, I, Josh, I really appreciate it. We talked about a lot of stuff, and we only really scratched the surface of what's, oh, yeah. what's necessary to really dial in this these things. And I appreciate you coming on and kind of keeping it simple for everybody because yeah. this stuff can get pretty complicated in the weeds quick. But, sure. you know, we, we always ask, the, the name of the show is Next Little American Dream, right? So I like to ask people, you know, for us, the, the American dream has kind of changed from what it used to be. You know, you go into college, get a house, get a job. This doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. Yeah. But uh, the American dream is still alive and well, you know, but it comes in different formats now. So I always like to ask people, you know, what is what is the American dream mean to you? And then the second question is for the really to kind of help other people is what do you think uh, that you're doing every day or that you're doing in your life that can help somebody else uh, help them level up their American dream that you've used to level up your American dream, too? So if you don't mind, yeah. what is your American dream and then what, what are you doing to level it up? Well, let me start with what I'm doing to level it up because I think it feeds into the American dream, right? Like, yeah. so, so for me, what I'm doing to level myself up is just taking care of myself. And that sounds like extremely selfish, but I've heard it from a wise man once that's far beyond my years. He's forgot more than I can learn in my entire 27 years of life. He told me that if you don't take care of yourself, how do you expect to take care of other people? And the, the goals and dreams that I have that, you know, I'll talk about here in a second, I'm not going to be able to achieve those unless I take care of myself. And in that regards of like, like taking care of myself, I focus on my health. I focus on, you know, my supplements. I, I do a lot of like healthy eating. We had McDonald's last night as our cheat meal nuggets. And that's like what we want, but I haven't had fast food in probably four months. So like, and even then I, I had stopped at like Chick-fil-A to grab a grilled chicken sandwich. Right. So like, even then I'm being conscious of that. So I think taking care of myself from a health perspective is really important, but then also spiritually. So I'm a, I'm a Christian and you know, I believe in, in Christ as my savior and I very much focus on taking care of myself. I made you know, God the CEO of my business and making sure that I'm always keeping my eyes on that prize and that, and that direction and allowing God to guide my direction is probably the most important thing when it comes down to it. And then also, you know, mentally, physically, like that's all important. I, I don't do a lot of like heavy exercising, I'll, you know, normally I walk on the treadmill, you know, I'll do two miles at a 5% grade and, and stuff like that. I'll do a little bit of lifting and that kind of thing, but nothing too crazy, but I I'm mobile enough to be able to perform at the top of my game at all times. Right. But a big thing that plays into that, I, I think this, I think, and, and this does play into like the American dream for me, a big thing that people struggle with nowadays is deciding whether they're going to, you know, work, 80 to 100 hours a week or work like less than 20 hours a week, right? So this is like the great debate right now because you have influencers out there talking about hustle and grinding and all like a 24-7 hustler and stay up till 2 a.m. and wake up at 6 a.m. and work from sun up to sundown, that kind of thing. And if that works for you, fantastic. Like do your thing. For me, I've gotten to a point where I want to be an actual business owner and I don't want to, you know, be in my business day to day. I want to be able to step away for five to six, seven, two, you know, days and two weeks or whatever. And the business is still running. It actually still works. Um, that's a true business owner. I, even when, before we even jumped on the, the show here, Sean, you asked me how things are going. And I was like, yeah, things are great. I mean, I've been able to pull myself out of the business. Like, cause probably the last time we saw each other, I was traveling two to four times a week and yeah. that was not fun. The wife did not like that. <laughs> cause when you're gone, you know, four out of seven days, every single week, it gets tiresome. And luckily right now I don't have kids. And so I'm setting myself up for that for when I have kids, I'm not going to miss any ball games. I'm not going to miss any, you know, dance recitals or, you know, stuff like that. Like I'm not going to miss that stuff. 
and I'm setting myself up for that right now. And I'm, I've definitely been extremely blessed to be able to start at a young age because, you know, Gary Harper, I mean, he uh, was my mentor for a very long time and still really is. Don't get to see him as much as I, I would like to, but I've known him since I was really, really little, but he got me into this, like this whole business world at 19 years old and really like helped cultivate to who I am today. But for me, I, I just don't think that the hustle and grind life is, it's definitely not for me. Like I hustle 24 seven, right? But it's a different hustle. So I hustle when I'm at church spending time with Christ. Like I'm, I'm, I hustle there. I give it my all there. I hustle when I'm on a date with my wife. I'm there a hundred percent there. I'm present. I'm the phone's off. My mind is with my wife. I'm hustling when I'm sleeping. Like I'm the hardest sleeper you're ever going to meet. Right. So like these are things that play into who I am. And I've seen a lot of people, especially lately with this COVID thing going around, I've seen a lot of people just stretching themselves too thin, working 80, 90, hundred hours a week. And then they burn out and even worse, like they're not building scalable businesses. So they're, they're, they've literally trapped themselves in this business that is really a job that they've given themselves and they've not, they're not able to pull out of it. And then it consumes their life. It becomes the only thing that they actually do. They miss ball games. They miss family time. They miss like the date nights and all that stuff. And that's just not a life that I want. And so that leads into what the American dream is for me. Like for me, there's, there's a couple of things. The biggest, the biggest one that I have is my mission for being on this planet is one of the representations is that big world map. Let me see if I can point at it. If I get my coordination right, there we go. That big world map behind me there, that, that was presented to me from a, a mission board that I actually support. So one of my goals in life for me is to support 100 missionaries across the globe. And we're at 13 missionaries right now. We're spending about six grand a month supporting missionaries, but that's like what I want to do with my life. That's, what, that's, that's the, one of the purposes, the reasons that I'm here. And that's my American dream. And, you know, obviously I got multiple other dreams. So one of my dreams is to own a Tesla. I bought a Tesla last month. And it's absolutely the best purchase I've ever made in my life. And then um, I also got to retire my mom on my birthday. Like that's, a, that's an American dream that I've wanted for a very long time. When I was a little kid, I heard of, you know, my, my great grandparents retiring. And I'm like, that means you don't have to work. <laughs> and uh, so I wanted that for my mom. My mom's been working her ass off for a very, very long time and finally got to retire her. And she's going to be starting actually next week to Monday of next week. She's, she's done working for the rest of her life. That's a dream for me. Right. And then getting my business to a point where it actually is running on itself and running, running its own so that I can spend time with my wife. I, you know, we made a smoothie run for lunch today and you know, we were, we were able to do that. I didn't have to worry about like clocking out or asking my boss if I could go or even telling my employees like, Hey, I'm headed out. No, I, just, I just went and, and did that and spend that time with my wife. So all that wraps into each other. And I know I went maybe a little bit different direction than maybe you were looking for, but that's, to me, that's what it is, man. That's, that's the life that I, that I strive for and work hard for every single day. No, no, you did it. That's perfect. You, you, your American dream is uh, to have freedom enough for yourself and your family. You want to give back to your community and your, your, your religious beliefs. And your, the, the, the thing that's making the difference for you is watching out for yourself primarily and taking care of your health and your well-being so that you can be a successful, right? Do I have that? That's summed it up, right? Man, I, yeah. And, and a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people just don't focus on themselves. And, I, and again, it's, it, sound, it's, it sounds selfish, but you know, I'm reading books every day. I'm learning every day. I'm, I'm learning my industry, my services, making them better and that kind of thing. And, and really not just business development, but development of myself. 
it was just so important because how can you expect to perform at the top level that you can perform at? And the more, the, the, the more I can perform, the higher level I can perform, the more value I'm able to bring to my team, to my family, to my clients, to my network, my friends. Like if I take care of myself, I'm able to do all of that at the peak performance that I can. But if I'm eating unhealthy all the time, if I'm not exercising, not taking care of myself, I'm sluggish all the time. I'm not, I'm lazy. I'm not taking care of myself. Like I'm not able to perform at that level. I'm not able to achieve the, the dreams that I have, you know? So yeah, I'm the same way now. Uh, I used to not be that way. I am that way now. Uh, I, I, that's the theme with a lot of people I've talked to lately is that they're, they're starting to, they're starting to reanalyze, you know, kind of what it is to be successful. And, and a lot of it starts with, with themselves. So yeah, that's a common thing. So, yeah. well, Josh, I don't want to keep you any longer. We've, we've talked a ton about these things and but I, I do want to can you mention a few places where people can kind of connect with you. And if they want, you know, help with their marketing or their social media, how do, how do they find you and where's, where's the best sources for them to go to? So the best place to go, because it's kind of the bridge for every other thing that I have is you can go to my website. You can either type in color, C-U-L-L-E-R, color.media or colormedia.com. It's going to take you to the same place. And that'll bridge you to just about everything that we've got going on. So I've got two podcasts, the content marketing playbook. I've got the REI marketing weekly. So if you're a real estate investor, listen to that podcast, because I got some rock stars on around there. I'm going to get Sean on there too. And, and they talk about the marketing that they're doing in their business. And we've actually got a cool book that's coming out called the REI marketing book. And uh, so if you go to my website, you'll be able to sign up for a newsletter that I've got going on, be the first in line to be able to grab that book. But then, you know, REI.video is on that website too. So you can go to colormedia.com and, and get to REI.video from there, or you can just type in REI.video into your web browser and it'll pull up. So those are the ways. And then, you know, obviously there's a contact page on there. Reach out to me if you have any questions regarding anything, content marketing, anything, uh, real estate investing marketing, and happy to connect with anybody that reaches out. Yeah, you have some great content. So I recommend people go see that. And you, the, the stuff that we kind of touched on on a high level today, uh, you go into great detail on a lot of those things in the yeah. separate videos that you do. So yeah. uh, people are going to be able to find the information. Maybe if they had a question from the stuff we were talking about just now, maybe they probably could yeah. find it on your site anyway. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great place for people to go for sure. Absolutely. Everything that we talked about today, I've got like full podcast episodes on it. So right. <laughs> I just didn't want to shamelessly plug during the show. <laughs> Allow you to do that. Yeah. Well, thanks, Josh. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, this stuff is important for, you know, so the only way to get your message out nowadays is social media and all these different contents, uh, methodologies. So uh, a lot of people that are in this business, the solopreneurs, not in just in real estate, but in any business, this is really a, a critical thing for success. So I'm glad you came on and shared uh, what you know with everybody. And, and I think you can be a re good resource for more information even further down the road. So I really appreciate Absolutely. you coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you, Sean. Thanks for uh, having me on and hopefully we'll get to see each other and connect again soon. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See ya. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level American Dream. If you would like to learn more about what we talked about today, want to contact the team directly, or are interested in passively investing and being a part of our deal room, head over to our website at www.thompsonmultifamilygroup.com. Before you go, please leave a review. Your comments help us create more episodes for you to enjoy.